When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a Star Wars podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans where it is Star Wars all the time, my friends. As how are we doing today, man? Oh my god, dude. I'm actually like so pumped that we, you know, we had we Matt and I record a lot of different things and we had we have different, you know, schedules that we were on and stuff. But I'm telling you right now, anytime we press record on hyperspace. I'm just feeling it like I'm, I'm 100% just down. I was like looking at comments on YouTube, getting all fired TikTok. up. TikTok, man, we've got TikTok. By the way, if you have not followed our TikTok, what are you Check doing? Her out. Check right. it out. I'll, we'll put a link in the description of the video mm-hmm. and, and, and the podcast for you guys. Go check. I know you guys have TikTok. I know you do. And so you need to be on there following us because, Matt, I've just accepted the challenge that I'm going to post a TikTok a day on Hyperspace. Said it. I convinced as I said as he said this is time to post it. I'm I have my own I have my own per- TikTok, but mine is kind of like it's kind of an amalgam of everything. So I right. just kind of do everything there. But you but know, as is number right as his number one passion is Star Wars. So it's kind of like that's going to be I'm going to be posting there as well. But that's really going to be like as is TikTok, and then I have mine, dude. Matt just had to, on honest to God. So Matt also knows that anytime he turns the microphone on. Straight honesty just comes out of my mouth in regards to like, especially if Star Wars is concerned. Matt has guided me into the light on this one because, you know, you're hesitant to do different things. But, dude, I was sitting here and as I was pulling up some stuff on Steam and looking around and just just been back into Star Wars gaming and stuff. It's like it's there's so much nostalgia. There's so many cool little things that you can do. So, yeah, it's it is what's happening. And I'm like super pumped. So you guys are going to see more shorts on YouTube, on Instagram over on on TikTok and it's just a lot of fun because I'm realizing that there is a lot of stuff that 
I reorganized my, by the way, go check out the YouTube, you know, got a little cleaner set up here, trying to clean things up, went through my books, sold more ships. So much is going on, but dude, did, I was going, you didn't get rid of the max Revo. I know you're trying to sell I did him, not. but he, I know, but he's, he's right there. You just he's, can't. He's, where's he at right here? Yeah, there he is. Right. <laughs> uh, he's right behind me. Max Rebo band is still there. Uh, I actually, I did save the cloud speeder, which let me see where, where that's at. Yeah, there he is. Oh, dude, that's that, that's been that's been on your desk forever, man. You can't. I know, can't, can't. I lie. I love the cloud speeder for for good reason. Um, but yeah, I just been kind of going through stuff. And anybody who's been around hyperspace for a long time knows that Ez was starting a legend sort of book collection. I was I was I was getting into that. I went through my books. It's like, oh, maybe I'll sell some. I can't. I can't. I could sell any other fandom that Matt and I cover, but I, I literally could not sell the Star Wars books. I mean, I could. That it sounds terrible to say. I I have the. I just they're out of print, man. You can't go. You can buy more Lord of the Rings books anytime you want. You can go buy Game of Thrones books. They're still reprinting new covers and stuff like that. These old legends hardback editions, you can't find them unless you go to mm -mm. half price books. Mm -mm. And I'm I'm willing to wheel and deal with people on these things because they're. They're great. I actually need a lot more of them. So, right. Can't get uh, rid of them. Can't, no, can, cannot. And hey, and speaking of that, I want to mention. So and, I'm, only... and I'm and I'm convincing as to actually, yeah. you know, it's just shifting up the collection a little bit. Do I need this? Do I need that? Yes. No. Right. right. Maybe get, start getting some of the Star Wars graphic novels a little bit, because my friend, let me tell you, I am diving hardcore back into Batman graphic novels yep. and they're just great. I love them. I'm literally Dude. just I'm literally reading one like. It's just something about it. I don't do physical books. I just can't. Mm -hmm. I just like sit and read a book. Right. I don't have the brain. I don't have the brain space for it. Right. I like audiobooks, but the graphic, the, the graphic novels, I just, I don't know. I just love them because I love sifting through reading them. Yeah, no, they're great. I mean, on, that's, that's where I was telling you too. Like I do need to go. There's a, there's a few like series or things that kind of fit really well. Um, I'm about to be going through the essential readers companion, Pablo Hidalgo's kind of like legends, uh, uh, read through, you know, I start like, God, dude, years ago, I feel like I almost said years ago in the clone wars, but like years ago in the podcasting wars. Um, I, yeah, I did. I started covering some of those, those books. And now my, yeah, I have Lottie and she wants to get into star Wars. I was telling Matt this earlier, I'm going to go through, hit a lot of these we're going to start a playlist over on youtube you're gonna you guys are going to hear some standalone episodes where i just am talking about a book and i'm going in chronological order in legends so you guys now know that's coming and that's something that i'm going to be doing and it's not going to be done soon it's going to be like right it's going to take time but my whole point with that was that as you go through this this companion the essential readers companion uh, again by pablo hidalgo i want to give him a shout out and there's there's a um he does a really good job of tying in which specific comic book is essential to a, a novel series, right? So if you're, if you're reading the old Republic uh, books, or if you go with like Dawn of the Jedi, well, well the, the comic book companion piece to that would be like tales of the Jedi, which Matt and I looked into back in the day. We right. were reading some of the tales of the Jedi stuff. And that's, that goes back to all the origin stuff. You know, Tython was a big deal during, um, uh, Mandalorian season two, right? Tython there, Gro Grogu's there. So as these things come up, it's good to go back and and get that material. So as, as I go through that, I probably will be uh, looking for specific comic books because you're right. It's nice just to have it in hand and you know kind of uh, leaf through it because they're they're just they're sick. And again, the the um, 
I always mess it up. Dark Horse? Yeah, Dark Horse Comics. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's um, down the street. You know, I live like next door to their I headquarters. Can't believe it's literally, it. It's it's literally I literally live like next door. It's like you should, right down the street. I mean, you I know. have I've applied for so many jobs there. Never got <laughs> a single one. Well, because I don't qualify for anything outside of like yeah. well, really, the only jobs they actually have on because obviously all of their comic work is all done through sort of like you know freelance they have contracts yeah. with all these different things so to get like an actual job there would be like a receptionist or something which i've applied for i did a i mean just for the heck of it just because it's like it'd just be a cool I, like i would take a pay cut to go work there just to have it out of my resume for the doors it would open absolutely dude but i've never i don't know matt i don't know if you know never, I've, I've applied for gotten, they get they get like a at lucasfilm never. so i would take a housekeeping job at lucasfilm just to get, <laughs> get me in the door i mean you know yeah exactly so I'm, I'm with you on that but yeah if you ever get a chance to snoop around over there if they got any you know stranded star wars comics i, I wouldn't mind uh if your hands got a hold of them but yeah i i'm so anyway guys all this to say there's there's this obi-wan has kind of lit a fire under me and i don't know if you guys can feel it um but I, I feel like everyone is hyped for this and we're all excited moving forward in into star wars we're, we're getting back to like the prequels and like as i was going through all the old legend stuff and i was telling lottie kind of what's coming up and i was talking to matt about like okay this is what i want to cover there are so many good stories with obi-wan and anakin that will come up in that legends arc and it's just there's some i haven't even read i've read a lot but as not read every single one of them and now my goal is just to go through and and read every one of them and every single just make a video for every single thing that i read because that's what we want to do, man. We want to, we want to hang out in hyperspace. We want to make Star Wars content and yeah, just get after it. So yeah. Well, you know what? As um, what do you can got? I dive in? Can I dive into some of the Star Wars leaks, rumors, and news? Yes, please. Okay, so Star Wars uh, Lego Skywalker is coming. Right, Lego Skywalker Saga yep. is coming uh, early next month. Right, sometime in April. I forget the exact date, but it's early in April. Anyway, I just got it. As finally just got his gaming PC that he bought like a few years ago. Thankfully, the graphics card will still work for all the games we want to play. Right. Um, I think it's like a 2018. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it'll yeah. be fine. It's it's doing just fine. Yeah. Um. Anywho, it's an Alienware. Right. We're set to go, but I mean, we're gonna get as up to speed here so we can play some games probably the old republic uh and get something going with that and some of these other star wars games but lego star wars we're definitely the new one we will definitely definitely be playing yeah um regardless of which version we get so there's that is coming i think there's supposed to be another trailer for it coming uh in about a week okay um there was some news that there were massive rewrites uh, and that Darth Maul was a, a supposed to actually be the villain in the Obi-Wan series. Now, some people have pushed back on this, including Pablo Hidalgo, saying it's absolute BS. But other people have been saying, no, that was a, the original case. Well, would you it, have would you, would you would we have wanted to see Maul versus Kenobi? It would explain maybe why Maul's that much more want to get after Kenobi. Maybe he fights him and loses a lot. Mm hmm. It would, would actually explain, it's still, still right. in the timeline, you know, being 10 years after. I mean, he fights Ahsoka. We saw all that in the Clone Wars and we see we see him in Solo have because didn't we figure out that Solo was just before. Or just at the same time as this or just around the same time, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, and we definitely figured out that Rebels is after uh, Kenobi. So you've got like, I don't know, five, five or so years to kind of play with there. 
but something happens to Maul, and, and you sure as heck could have seen Obi-Wan and he go at it, would explain why in Rebels he has fallen to such... He, he, he resorts to uh, getting Ezra Bridger to kind of um, lead him to Kenobi or, or to try to get the holocron, put them together, master apprentice, joining a Sith and a Jedi holocron together gives you, as the Bindu said, that sight, right? You're able to kind of, you know, see into the future, whatever you're desiring to see. And yeah, yeah that was a wild episode, by the way. Rebels, I always go back to just, I cannot wait to show Lottie Rebels because she's into anime and Avatar and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my God, Rebels is freaking makes you cry makes you it's just nuts but yes i mean i think it's possible my friend i think that you could have had a a darth maul thing and you know the fact that solo is around that same time shows you right. that they had ideas and because right. that was a big secret you know that mall's in it that mall's in it yeah right um so i wouldn't I would, now do i would i wanted to have seen that it feels like it has more weight than the Inquisitors. You got to build up the yeah. Inquisitors if, a bit to me. If I do, I do think the possibility of Maul and Obi Wan fighting before their final fight in Rebels. Yeah, I I think I almost feel like it should happen because yeah. it would it would explain a little bit more. Like if Maul gets beat by Obi Wan. In front of like Kira and some other leaders of Crimson Dawn, they'd be like, dude, this guy isn't fit to lead us anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe there's a split. Maybe some of the people that maybe some of the Death Watch that lingered, right, mm -hmm. saw mm -hmm. him lose or whatever. And that could explain the children of the watch who seem like they've still got some ties to Maul. Yeah. 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 Because anytime your leader is crushed or or defeated, especially with the Mandalorians, that, that matters big time, right? But then but in, in the time Saber. world. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. How did he again? He could have just been defeated, but not give it up. You know what I mean? One of those things where he gets beat. Shouldn't Obi-Wan technically be the leader of Mandalore? Hmm. Because Maul did not lose the Darksaber in combat to anyone other than Obi. He loses in combat. He loses the Darksaber. Uh-huh. Like like remember Sabine like grabs or uh Sabine yeah, Sabine grabs it. It's like on yeah. remember it's like on the ground, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She didn't she didn't win it by any means. No, she just she did not win it. Yeah. So the person who beats Maul is Obi-Wan in combat. Yeah, is that the last time he used it? Was he doesn't with... use it, he doesn't he doesn't use it against Obi-Wan. Okay, okay. Remember, Sabine gets it. But yeah. then the next time we see him fight somebody and lose is against Obi-Wan. Oh, he's okay, trying okay. to convince Ezra to be his apprentice. Yeah. Un yeah. 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 Unless, you know, I know he, he, he did see this is where it gets tricky. Did he lose? Did he get beat any time prior? But he still has. Right. The, I know what you're saying the last moment he has the Darksaber. Right. He could have lost and should have given up the Darksaber, right. but doesn't. Like but does escapes not. or something. Yeah, still has it. it so really, Obi, really, Obi Wan is the leader of Mandalore, right? Wait, I, I know because <laughs> that totally which reminds is me even of like, more uh, heartbreaking because oh that means theoretic. God, it's yeah. So is Satine, man. Well, I think I, I still. Oh my god, I, I still love that theory where like the little her nephew or whatever is maybe Obi Wan's child. I, I forget his name. Kree's uh, Corky. Yeah. Corky. Yeah. Oh my god. How did you pull that? Matt just pulling pulling stuff out of nowhere today. Holy. Once cow. it's in the once it's in the noodle, man. It's, it's yeah. It's 
It's there. You got like the mind. Um, okay. So there, uh, here's, here's, here's kind of a next one to go on here. Um, being reported that Andor is the next Disney plus series, um, that after Obi-Wan. Right. And yep. then we just found out yesterday, Miss Marvel, which we knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, trailer for it. It looks okay. It's not, it's not really my type of thing. It's kind of, she's more of a kid kind of thing. Um, I'm sure it'll be cool, but then it's going to have a little overlap with the tail end of Obi-Wan. Um, but then it seems like after that, it'll be the next star Wars show, which will be Andor. At least that's whatever the rumors and leaks and everything. And kind of what we were speculating on anyway. Um, so that's going to be August, which leads me to believe we're probably looking December for Mando season three, which has not been officially confirmed or anything yet. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, so Andor is because again, Star Wars Celebration is going to tell us a lot of this stuff with like, right, just quick turnaround because we didn't have an Obi One date officially until just not that long ago, right? Or right. did we? I mean, we kind of knew maybe May. I think we knew May, but like, but still, it seems like they're announcing it and saying, "Hey, it's a few months away." Here you go. You know, it's been right. in the works. So Andor is going to be that too this summer, you guess, or the fall? August. Yeah, that's your maybe that's your August show. Yeah, for Disney Plus, right? Because it seems like they're obviously going back and forth between Marvel and Disney, uh, and uh, excuse me, Star Wars. Right. So then I'm guessing we're going to get another Marvel show. I kind of forget what's coming. Anyway, we're getting Moon Knight, and we're getting that. Um, and then the question is, do we get Bad Batch season two? Yeah. When is that coming? That's going to be an yeah. That's going to be. We're not going to get Bad Batch and mando so is mando early is mando like january like maybe mando is you like you do the same thing as you did boba fett it's like christmas yeah going into yeah holiday release going into 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 2023 that'd be fine that'd be okay it feels like it's been a while you know what though to me this is like they're getting ahead because they clearly had those guys in the the volume or whatever doing stuff for the book of boba fett and they're ahead it seems i tell you right now um Here's some major leaks. Can I bring these up? Major <laughs> leaks, guys. We like to sound the alarm, let you know that something could be spoiled here. And now okay. you've been warned. Again, we did it. We did this last time. These are potential leaks. Could be not necessarily major. It doesn't actually tell us anything we didn't think was going to happen. Yeah. But it does just kind of confirm uh, that the season's probably going to go the way we thought it was. Mm-hmm. So again, last last chance to kind of tune out here for a second. So there have been some pretty significant leaks being covered by um, Making Star Wars and Bespin Bulletin, who I give like an A plus certification to is Bespin Bulletin because um, they have been right on just about everything that they have completely called. Mm-hmm. So there were um, it seems like Mandalorian season three, there's going to be a showdown between Bo-Katan and Din Djarin over the who's who's the rightful ruler of mandalore okay okay like it seems like it's legit happening um we there's confirmation that axe wolves remember he was that other guy in episode three of season two uh, alongside sasha banks uh mercedes whatever her actual name is yeah um and then obviously bo katan um sackoff uh is gonna be back in season three like um best in bulletin sort of uh calling that 
And then the big one. So this is The Mythosaur Awakens. Plot details and the minds of Mandalore in The Mandalorian Season 3. This is from sort of some of co a combination of both Bespin Bulletin and You've been warned. Star Wars. Multiple You've been times. <laughs> Matt always drops something on me. I have no clue what's coming. Mm, no so clue. Give it to me. It says Din, Grog uh, Din and Grogu in IG-11 mech. The armor, Paz Vizsla, Death Watch, Bo-Katan and her allies, plus a few others are on a frozen lake. It's going to be a huge moment in the series. All of the clans of Mandalore are united. Some Mandalorians have stormtrooper parts to complete missing pieces of their armor. An old, crusty, light-skinned man and an old, crusty, dark-skinned man are the leader of opposal Mandalorian forces that reluctantly come together. There are also 15 child-sized Mandalorians fighting alongside their parents. It's filmed in a they filmed a large purification ceremony. There's drums playing. The production had a giant pool uh, set that constructed these sequences. There was also a huge fire, like an Olympic torch lighting, like uh, like of a some sort of a ritual. The wow. armorer gives Bo-Katan a torch and she lights the flame. Everyone begins chanting for Mandalore in unison and clanking their gauntlets together. The Mythosaur is awoken in the finale. It chases around and uh, everyone and causes a bunch of trouble before it is brought under control. Um, then there's another set that is sort of confirmed, uh, including an Imperial door and a cave and Praetorian guard helmets. And there's pictures of those helmets. So like, those are just like yeah. some events that are going to take place in sure. Mandalorian. Right. Season three, potentially, oh. but Bespin Bolton, I give it, I have, a, I have them as an A plus cause they've sort of correctly called a lot. They called right. a lot of Boba Fett. They called a lot of the Obi-Wan trailer. They called a lot of, they hundred percent called that starship cruiser the day before it happened. Yeah. The Naboo starfighter. Yeah. The new, yeah. The N one. Yeah. Um, that is all interesting. Can we talk about that for a second? You know, if that's, uh, yeah, I mean, so the ritual, I can only imagine. And again, we're just, we're speculating here. This is all hypothetical. We don't, again, it may, it might be legit. It might not be. It's okay. I, I like to leave it all in, in limbo, but I also like to talk about it because that is something I think we, we would speculate. We would speculate like, like you're, and this is a good thing. I, I not that you want Star Wars to be predictable, but at the same time, you don't want it to. Okay, those are sick. Those are like Mandalorian Praetorian Guard, right? Helmets. They're slightly different. Sorry, right. guys, over on YouTube, guys, check this out. Matt's got some images up here. Of uh, uh, I don't know that we can show it on YouTube. It might get flat. Okay. Now, I mean, is I, I, on one hand, it's not like like the Wheel of Time leaks. Remember when we covered those and we got like a copyright strike on YouTube? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those were like legit, like filmed. Like those were like HD rips from the episode. I mean, at the right. like this is just an imperial door. Like it could be anything. Yeah, somebody behind could the be scenes from just... could be from a set. Could also right. be from some dude's garage because Star Wars is crazy. Who knows? Yeah, some I honestly could see this <laughs> in somebody's garage. Like it's sick. <laughs> oh my god. No, okay. So, but I mean, I I think though we could we get to the idea that you're, you could have a, a a torch lighting ceremony or some crazy Mandalorian. That we're going to be united uh, at the end of it, yeah, which is yeah. cool. That's what we want. That's where that's where Star that's Wars what we is, thought was happen. Yeah, and it's okay. What I'm trying to say is, it okay, it's okay for it to be kind of pre predictive, but have other elements of surprise. Like, yeah, we want it to go that way. It makes sense because that's where they've been guiding us. Like, that is my whole problem with the sequels is that we, when we got to the end, we were like, how did we get here? But this feels like more you know, thought out. And if that's the direction it's going to go, I'm, I'm cool with it. We need a big battle. The Mythosaur is cool. 
And if you're going to have like Bo-Katan versus uh, Din Djarin or whoever, have the Mandalorians fight it out. Get the get the factions, the clan. The fact that the armor is there is is something. The armor has a lot to answer for. I, I think like that's that's where I'm kind of I'm still confused as to that whole thing. I know Dave Filoni and those guys are going to have a backstory on it and they've been working on it and it's it's going to be fine. But um, yeah, I think that's cool, man. I think it's that's really really interesting. Now the Praetorian Guard, like the red helmets. Right. That seems like you're working for that's like Mandalorians still working for the Empire and maybe the remnants of the Empire. You know what I mean? Like guarding some facility where they're using Beskar or where they're keeping a Mandalorian weapon or something. Because, again, Sabine was working for the Imperials at one point. She made that prototype where it was it only attacked Mandalorian armor. Uh, So that that would be a problem, you know, if we. If we get into a situation where <laughs> they've recreated that, uh, yeah, because we need the backstory on the Empire and Mandalore. You know, we, we do need to know from Moff Gideon and others sort of what happened to the world. So we're sounds like we're going to go there and and we'll we'll find out um, which we want. We've all we all want it. We all know we want it. We want to go to Mandalore and see what's going so on. So are they all are, are we going to unite around Bo-Katan at the end? Is Bo-Katan going to beat Din? I mean, maybe, you know, here's the thing. I wouldn't mind if Dan is always this guy that's like leveling up on the and, side. Yeah. And, and he gets knocked down a little bit and sort of like, oh, it's, you know, I, I, I did whatever, but he all, he stays true to what he thinks is like, he does what's right. You know, taking your helmet off for Grogu was the right decision and he's going to learn and evolve along the way. So I don't think he can jump straight to the top and beat Bo-Katan. I really don't. I, right. I think. It would probably be how are, how are we going to get to the armor being okay with if that surprised me if that leak is true that the armor is the one saying yes I'm cool with uh, Bo-Katan who takes her helmet off all the freaking time they all better get be getting baptized down there in the waters right Matt, <laughs> I swear to you I they, they had all better be down there in in the in the waters of Mandalore uh, going under so right yeah seems like it's gonna be cool seems like so i guess my guess is that we're gonna have we're gonna have to introduce as well a new a new big bad because we're gonna unite mandalore but for what dude it, okay and it has to be it, so Thrawn. i it has to be i wonder to what capacity he is matt if they don't they're just miss it like, like if you could do another sort of like moff gideon guy to get like a second boss, you know, Moff Gideon's your first level boss, whatever. And then you get to your, the next level and then it's gotta be Thrawn. You know, you can't, you can't keep pushing Thrawn down the line. He's got, if he's not now, then that's fine. He needs to be the next one. Then whatever it is, because that is your big, your, your, your big boss right now. Emperor Palpatine can't come back anymore. Okay. We're not using that. We also have two creators who are not, silly enough to do something like that but they are going to make tie-ins to the sequels they are going to help it out because they're right. going to this is the world that they operate in they're in this is the canon uh the, the yeah the, the movies are canon and you have to roll with that so it, it's cool the tie-ins have been good grogu ties us back to the clone wars and stuff um yeah and then you move us forward you could have you could also have a main villain be when like what i would do is when you introduce thrawn like when Thanos was introduced to right the 
when Thanos was introduced to the MCU, which was in Avengers, it was like, okay, there's this guy, he's going around collecting these Infinity Stones. Well, then you had other guys who you started to introduce, and it was like, okay, he actually works like underneath Thanos, and like this guy, you know, some of the other villains we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy, like, they'd all entally sort of related up to him. You can have that too. You can have sort of minions that may work for Thrawn, and then that's a villain you could fight in the Ahsoka series, or that's a villain you can have Mando deal with at some point, or Boba Fett season two, or whatever. Um, but Thrawn needs to be your sort of big bad. And whether, whether or not there's a Mara Jade out there or a star killer or any of these other people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to un under that because we know Thrawn's established. So yeah, we have a bunch of books. We have, if you, anybody who's been into star Wars, or even if you're, you're dancing around getting into it, you've seen the Thrawn books on the shelf. Timothy Zahn is one of the most, he's one of the best star Wars writers. He is, in my opinion, the best star Wars writer. Right. Um, Outside as far of as George Legends Lucas books and Dave Filoni, out right outside of this, yeah, right. He's yeah. number three. He's number, which is great, right? Um, so again, you know who Thrawn is. It's not going to be hard hard to sell us on that. But yeah, if you want to bring in these other characters, like, um, like like you said, the Mara Jade or any of the uh, Kyle Katarn, anybody you want to throw in around the Luke Skywalker squad or Ahsoka's world, um, because they're making connections to Obi Wan. I actually right. won't be surprised at all if Ahsoka is mentioned or something is said because Obi-Wan and Anakin had to, they brought her on, you know, they stepped Rosario Dawson onto like live action. Ahsoka's here. So there's no reason not to go ahead and tie it all, help help it all tie together, you know? Right. Anyway, so, th so there's that. But yeah, the Thr Thrawn is going to be your big bad. And like I've been saying for a long time, when it's all said and done, Thrawn and I, we actually got a couple of transmissions I might pop back to here in a second because people are are paying attention. They're going to the Thrawn novels and saying Thrawn's not a bad guy, and that's He's the thing. Not. He will he will be the bad guy. That he will be the person we fight. But ironically, at the end, he will propel us into that second wave. You know how you have like your first with Marvel Endgame, right? Your Thanos, which is going to be Thrawn, that first level. I think you're going to build everything to Thrawn and we're going to think, God, oh, he's, he's super awful. And the twist there is going to be, hold on a second. He's just been trying to protect the ascendancy at all cost. Um, he's the guardian, but he was using sort of the Republic in this means to kind of, yeah, it's a whole thing. I can't wait to talk to you guys more about Thrawn because Thrawn really just wants to protect the Chiss ascendancy. Yeah. That's his whole well, thing. Let's dive in. Let's dive into some of those transmissions and comments. Yeah. Um, so I do have, this kind of goes along with some of the news. So uh, let's see here. Taylor wrote us in and said something interesting. So Matt, this is in the, the email. She's got a link in here to Star Wars Newsnet. And if you want, you can kind of pull that up as I start to read this. It's kind of a longer transmission. But I, I told her I would get to this because um, it's kind of cool. And I think it's going to relate to some of just, you know, the, the series right. or High Republic, uh, which is also then going to tie into possibly a series and the acolyte and all that kind of stuff so anyways here we go uh hey matt and I hope you guys are doing well hanging out in hyperspace came across this article on star wars newsnet wanted to send uh you my speculation so the the description of the article um so from the description in the article i think there's a strong possibility that this is going to be a high republic series and show so let me back up and say that the article kind of mentions there's a there's a rumor going around uh, um, a mystery unannounced Star Wars series casting detail. So if the rumors are true, then Lucasfilm's unknown Star Wars series for Disney Plus is beginning to assemble its cast. Most of the leads are said to be younger actors, indicating that the series is set to fall in line with existing rumors. 
Uh, please keep in mind that no word of the series existence has come from Lucasfilm or Disney and has to this point only been reported by unofficial outlets. So Star Wars Newsnet is one of those groups that you said they do leak, right? There's they're they're known yes. leakers and they've been correct on on quite a few things. And this was February 15th, 2022. So probably early on. Um, but yeah, they've got a character descriptions here, like a couple 11 year old. No, you'll see one, two, three, four, four characters that are about 11 to 12 years old, both male and female. And then one kind of senior 30 to 50 year old male. And this seems to be under the code name uh, Grammar Rodeo, uh, which mm -hmm. is. It's know, crazy they, use, they have. Are they, they use the, the, up, you the know, code like, names that yeah, the code names they use are are great. Right. Yeah, just wild. So um <laughs> anyway, but it's just sort of suggesting that there's gonna be this Disney Plus series of, of some of some kind. And Taylor was going on to, to sort of speculate um that it's gonna be a high republic series slash show that follows the adventures of uh Justina Ireland's young um young adult novel a test of courage matt which which you and i have read and we yes. thought it was awesome we thought that was a really really great novel so uh yeah the the writers of the article also think so i think this would be a perfect entry point for both younger star wars fans and older fans who have been a little intimidated by the sheer volume of the high republic content to ease themselves into the books into the comics and i think that star wars has uh, been missing its market with kids shows lately. Matt's been saying that for yes. quite some time. <laughs> I have. Um, and and this will get Lucasfilm back on track with uh, Lucas's original vision that Star Wars is supposed to be made up of stories for young adults slash kids. Uh, Test of Courage is a perfect example of this being the perfect blend of kid power and adventure, but also kids coping with serious things like grief and loss that tempt them towards the dark side. Uh, it would also be really sick to see them adapt Venestra's light whip weapon in live action. Um, as another side note, I think that this could also be a big win for representation in a live action Disney series. Uh, as Avon is, a, is an amazing inventor and woman of color, see the, see the cover art, uh, in a STEM field. Right. Okay. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. The casting call has, uh, it also specifies that one character is non binary. So I'm really hoping this helps us break into a new era of representation in Disney, where characters from more marginalized groups on our planet Earth are front and center in shows that take place in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, my last aside is that there are some very cute and mischievous monkey like creatures called Hansies in this show. And I would 100% not be mad if they retcon those and give us Ewoks again. Curious to hear your thoughts on whether this will be our first foray into the High Republic live action content. And if not, what do you guys think it could look like? Thanks, uh, as always, for building an awesome space for Star Wars fans. May the Force be with you. And so, Taylor, thanks so much. I love all that, man. I am, like, all for a kid's show. Like, like really. They've done some animated stuff. And, again, Clone Wars, Rebels, all these different things great george lucas was highly involved gets dave filoni who worked with you know on on the last avatar um or last airbender whatever it's called i don't even know um and, and it's great i mean the the those shows were, were wonderful i back in the day lucas was directly involved in the caravan of courage and the ewok shows and pushed for some of the some of the earliest extended or i'm sorry expanded universe content we have 
is droids and Ewoks. People forget mm-hmm. that. Prior to I know. Thrawn books and stuff like that, they were pushing Star Wars cartoons and those comics to kids in the 80s. So, yeah, this is what you got to get back to. And she's 100% right. We need it. Our kids would love to watch it. And, um, it yeah, teaching the Force, like good versus evil, Jedi, Sith, the whole thing, it is a great teaching tool, um, overcoming grief. I mean, my gosh, like Master Douglas overcoming that grief. Jesus, dude. I just, I always think about him. Sometimes I think about him when I wake up in the morning. Shout out to Master Douglas. Just like, do you think he became one with the force? He did do it in a (laughs) self-sacrifice. Dude, I guarantee if, if you haven't read this book yet, just read the first one third of A Test of Courage. For the master, it's, so, it's such a Douglas. small little book, but it's so good. It's right in the beginning. It, yeah, they there is a sequel to it. Um, and oh, I think it really? the third one. Yeah, I think the third one's coming out. But I've heard people say they didn't they didn't find it to be as as good. Yeah. Um, um what am I on right now? So, because I'm actually about to let me see here. Um, High Republic series. So, because I was telling uh, Anthony and some of the other guys. Uh, even in our chat too, that I've I've been getting trying to work through these. Is it out of the shadows of the second one? Might be. Let me see. The adult novels are Light of the Jedi, The Rising Storm, and then The Fallen Star. So I'm I'm three fourths of the way through The Rising Storm. Got to finish that before I dive into my legend stuff, which I'll finish it this week because next week we're starting uh, Dawn of the Jedi or Revan. Not sure which one, but but either way, yeah. So the young adult ones were. Oh, wait, wait, no, wait, hold on a second. We got middle grade. It's more of a middle grade novel. Right. Test of Courage. Oh, Race to Crash Point Tower. Race to Crash Point Tower is the second yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That looks it's, cool. It's 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 got the same. It's kind of got the same. Uh... Same feel, right? Yeah. Is it still Vanestra? No, I think this is different. Oh, so yeah, this, I think. But there is see, one the... that Justine Ireland does do, which is Mission to Disaster. That's coming in 2022. Right, exactly. And that one I believe is Vanessa. So the, it's that this see, and this is the problem with the higher public is it's too all over the place. And well, it's hard to know yeah. which characters to follow because right. they're all brand new, but they all kind of appear in all of the different things. And so it's like it's it's so confusing. It's the, that's my issue with the high has been my issue with the higher public. From the get-go. Remember the first thing we said when we read the very first book yeah. is I was like, it jumps around all these different characters. And it was like, right. you should just focus on Avar Chris because she's like the cool and build out. But instead, they're like, hey, look at all these cool characters. And you're like, uh, I don't know which ones to follow. Yeah. And actually, this, so that's something that Taylor said is, is that there is sort of an intimidation factor in terms of who is this? Like, it's hard to unless you're reading everything you can lose track of of some characters and there's a lot of crossover this story picks up here i i just read all the comics to to get caught up on avar chris's situation because in the comics she's running a whole another mission with the drengar trying well, so to figure out mission something. to disaster is that that is that that's out yeah that one is out um let's see january 4th so it just came out okay so yeah okay 2022 okay just came out uh let's see here have not read that. I've, I'm just trying to get through the adult novels right now, and and I got through the comics. So I'm top to keep up top with reviewed comics. top reviewed comment on Amazon. 
by far a test of courage is my favorite high republic era novel because it does everything a great book should do strong character work a lesser focus point uh interpersonal conflicts that are solved in the span that aren't solved in the span of a paragraph tension and action but most importantly a test of courage stands on its own which is what we liked because you and i read yeah first wave i mean we looked at comics books all of it yeah the whole deal we did the whole deal right um and it says here a mission to disaster doesn't do it. So it's just sort of it's a middle of the road book rather than okay. it just didn't capture it. Not saying like the book itself is bad, but just like it was it wasn't like as epic as a test of courage, but it is still more of a straightforward story as opposed to a lot of the other stuff. Right, right. Um yes, yeah, so that that follows, as you said, Venestra Rowe and her Padawan Emery uh Kintaros. So right. that's that's kind of a cool thing. But yeah, they I think the story they go on here. So that is that is Justina Ireland taking us again through through right. uh, Vanessa's story. So the one in between here, the High Republic race to crash point tower that different is characters. yeah, different characters. Let's see. Visitors from all over the galaxy are traveling to the planet Valo uh, for a massive, awe inspiring, festive celebrating the Republic while his fellow Val, uh, Val- Valons. Yeah. Prepare for the fair. Jedi Padawan ram is hiding out in okay and it's so uh, yeah whole another different group of of characters don't don't know those and that might be the thing that is kind of even getting me a little bit is i'm still who my noggin still got all the legends characters in my head you know what i mean i'm trying to like get involved in this high republic situation it is cool uh when you just fall when you read the adult novels first i think if you just do that uh, i i think you'll be it's just three right it's okay But because a character like Vanestra Rose steps onto the scene or is mentioned in the adult novels and you're like, who, you know, you know, who is right. this? But I know because I read the, the and she shows novel. up in the comics because we were starting to yeah. read some of the comics, too. And that follows a different character who looks an awful lot like Vanestra, but isn't Vanestra. And it's like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... I know, I know. I know. There's a lot of Jedi, There's which is cool because I did like that aspect of, of Legends, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The prequels for sure. Uh, anytime where there was a lot of those force users, but dang, it's a lot of people to keep track of. But look at but and... look at how the, the prequels, the prequels was all, you know, the prequel movies still was Anakin and Obi-Wan. Essentially. Yeah. And then build around. And then even then Clone Wars, the cartoon, the and the, and the then the animated, you know, the, the two uh, Clone Wars separate cartoons. So the focus was Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then they added in Ahsoka. And yeah. then you build out episodes with Plu Clune and you build out these yeah, guest like, episodes. Yeah. Right. Like Plu Clune wasn't like the focus of the prequel movies or no. Kit Fisto. No, you expand on them and you give them, you know, right. Mace Windu is a character who like you see a bit in the prequel movies, but then he's like really built out in the Clone Wars animation, the Clone Wars animated show. That's how you do it. That's, that's kind of like, too much too fast is, is how I would describe um high republic not saying there's not cool stuff there but it's still i, I agree that it's just, it feels like so much it's like dude where do i where do i start right let me let me let me share something with you guys so anybody watching over here on youtube and i'll read this to you guys so you guys uh know sort of what i'm talking about here if you're listening on the podcast but i, I have an article up starwars.com and it is nine jedi to know in star wars high republic so i again this is starwars.com 
I don't dislike the High Republic. I don't want you guys to mishear me. I do think it's fine. I think what Taylor's email pointed out was like, this is cool, but to help someone who's a non-reader get into, or, you know, who adult Star Wars fans to, to get into, again, it's for kids, but still, like, sometimes you want as an adult to read it and look it over and, okay, like, let's, let's do this with my child or whatever. Let's read this together. There's already nine that they're saying. There are nine Jedi to know. And as Matt said, it's not just Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka, like, and then build around that with special guest characters. You kind of have to know these characters because full-on stories take place with them. So first up, you've got Avar Chris. And as Matt said, that right there should have been your, that's your Anakin Skywalker. You know, like you just build this right. around Avar Chris, who is, uh, who's awesome. So uh, the Force sang to Jedi Master Chris. She sensed the Force as a melody. Its beats, its rhythms, it alerted her to any danger nearby. She had a unique ability to feel the bond between Force users. That connection that allowed her to sense all the Jedi within her reach, link with them. Like, this was a cool moment, right? In the first book, this was an awesome moment for her. You remember it, Matt, like with Yoda yes. reaching out and everybody sharing their bond. Oh, it's so cool. It's great. Um, a Jedi never felt alone when they were touched by that bond. After playing a vital role in saving millions in the lives of the Hetzel system, Avar was assigned to the Starlight Beacon Station as its marshal. Uh, compassionate, unflappable, Avar was a paragon of the Jedi Order. She wielded a green blade lightsaber with gold accents and a cross guard on its hilt. Now, Matt, unfortunately, I'm not going to Star Wars Celebration this year. I wanted to tell you, I've, I've kind of changed my mind. i got to sell the ticket, Good. possibly. So we can cover uh, Obi-Wan and just other reasons why I'll tell you later. But it's, it is going to be good for you and I. If I went... I was totally going to have Lottie do a cosplay of Avar Chris because I thought it was super cool. And she's, well, yeah, she's, she's got the hair for it. She's got like, yeah. the hair for it. Yeah, like the eyes and everything. So really cool. Anyway, moving on here. Uh, Belle Zetifer is a is the next up uh, here character. Um, and you will note that he has a I forget what it's called. It's um, uh, yeah, he's got a. a a hound or a dog that's with him. I'll kind of read it here for you guys. So the young Padawan Bell Zedifer was posted uh, on Elfrona with his master Loden Great Storm. Loden expected a lot of his student and Bell trained hard under his watchful but kind eye. After the force brought Bell together with a charhound, there we go. I was looking for that name. Charhound named Ember. The two became steadfast companions for life. Bell was determined and thoughtful and trusted in the force. Bell's lightsaber had a silver switch and hilt with a black and gold end cap. Its blade was green. He sees the force as a flame that can smolder like hot coals uh, or burst into an inferno. So here he is right in the front. Uh, you can see him here holding that in his um, ember is back behind him here on, on the ledge. So that's Bell Zetifer for you guys. Uh, I'm going to go through all these guys. Number two, Elzar Man. And Matt, this is, this is again, right. you, you get into the thing. There's like three that stand out, but then the Padawans are just as important. Uh, Elzar Man is, is very interesting. He's close friends with Avar Chris and Stellan Geos, who we're probably going to get to here in a second. Um, his approach to the Force was unconventional. He never liked to use the Force the same way twice. Elzar believed in always finding a solution. The human explored uh, his abilities and the Force itself as an experiment it sometimes failed but it also revealed new understanding about the force and the order elzar was clever and personable he saw the force as an ocean inside himself deep and endless in which all things swam he carried a lightsaber with a blue blade so boom there's elzar man he's also the guy who's a little promiscuous okay right in, in this area he does 
he does some things that are kind of, you know, not what you would consider with the, with the Jedi in, in line with the Jedi order. Now, right. Matt, here we go. This is the girl that we're talking about from the comics, right? Right. So this is, but this is, yeah, she's with master skier, skeever or whatever. And yeah, then totally different, right? Not even totally the... different, right? Totally different. And then, but she's very similar, right? It's like same type of thing. She's like a young Padawan kind of becoming a Jedi and then it's like, but it's like you're reading this while at the same time you're reading about Vanestra. And so it's like, okay, what's going on here? Right, exactly. And so, yeah, this is where you got to follow now her arc, uh, Independent Jedi Knight. She was once the Padawan of Jedi Master Skier, who's got his own problems. He's probably going to come up here in a second. Uh, she couldn't help cussing from time to time when she's surprised or frustrated. The young human sometimes struggled with uncertainty, but her resolve, faith, and the Force guided her on her journey. Uh, Keeve was so skilled with her green dual-bladed lightsaber that she used it uh, both its single-blade and its double-blade form, so she can do both. All right, here we go. Now, number five. Uh, we got nine of these, so we're on five here. Load and Great Storm. Again, out the gate, this guy is, is interesting. I did a Martian Row video uh, where some stuff has gone down with him. Again, these books have been out for a while, so I don't really mind spoiling some of this for you right. guys. No, I, I, think that's, I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah, ton to, t- tons to get into. He gets captured, and he's it's a big deal. Again, Bell, uh, let's go back up here. His Padawan is Bell Zetifer right here in the front. Okay, Ember, and then you've got Bell Zetifer. So Loden right here is a Twi'lek with, um, yeah, he's got, what's he got? Like a golden kind of, like a yellow... Right. Yeah, it's, it's like a golden yellow lightsaber, and he's super powerful. Um, and again, his Padawan's just trying to live up to his uh, uh, his legend, if you will. Um, right now, people believe he's gone. They believe he's dead. They, they don't know where he's at. Um, he's his his Padawan has cut has cut himself off from in the Force from his master. And I'll leave you guys there. Uh, all right, moving on. Now, Matt, here's one. I don't even know who this is. Lula does to. Tosola, like I have no, I've not come across this character. Oh, I, I think she's in the other comic. She's so there's two. There's like style. There's like High Republic, and then there's like High Republic Adventures. Okay, okay, okay. So she's a human Padawan assigned to the Star Cruiser Star Hopper alongside her best friends uh, Fazala and Court. Uh, the hardworking student trained with the lofty goal of becoming the greatest Jedi. She excels in her studies. However, uh, she had misgivings about herself and her abilities because of her lack of experience when the Force brought her uh, to Trimat 4. So, yeah, she rose to the challenge and she found a new friend. Her lightsaber emitted a bright blue blade. So cool, but again, that's one. Bam, we're at number six. Never seen that character. No idea. Wreath uh, Silas. I do know this character because I happen to read the uh, into into the dark or into darkness, which which he was in, um, excitement, adventure. Reese Silas uh, definitely did not crave these things. He's a he's an individual who wants to be among the books and the Jedi archives and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. If he that's if that's where he could stay, he would just stay in the archives. But his master kind of Joramali pushes him out and says he's got to get out there. So he has a green crystal um, in his lightsaber hilt. Let's see, Wreath might not have uh, sought out ruthless enemies and deadly dangers, but he faced them with true bravery and his wits. And this is when we get the Dren gear, these weird plant-like crazy things that are destroying everything. Um, so Wreath Silas there at number, number seven. Here's the guy, Stellan Geos. So your top three, I think, are like Stellan Geos, Elzar Man, and Avar Chris. They all seem to be super close to one another. 
Um, they remained close even as they climbed in the ranks of the Jedi Order. Stellan might have seemed more standoffish than his friends, but he was respected and had a passion for teaching, mentoring, and learning. He's on Valo, where I'm at right now, and it's just under under attack like crazy. So with his blessing, Stellan's Padawan, Benestra Roe, so there you go, his Padawan is Benestra Roe, underwent and passed her Jedi trials at the young age of 15. His blue-bladed lightsaber made uh, use of the cross guard with beams of blue light. So that's pretty awesome. And the number nine is Vanestra Rowe, one of the youngest Jedi Knights of all time. We just said her master was Stellan Geos. And again, she takes on Emery, uh, who formerly was, his master was Douglas, Master Douglas. Right. And she's got like the whip. Vanestra Rowe has this sort of, her right. lightsaber can turn into a whip, I think, right? I think yes. so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unique because it's purple blade and yeah, it's flexible and it, into a into a light whip so anyways there's nine characters right there and you can see again as matt said that series pops up where i don't even know one of those one of those characters and i'm deep into it i've read the comics i read the first two books i've read the first two young adult novels and then the uh justina ireland book as well so it is it is a lot to keep up with but it's also cool if you're see because you almost can't complain about it right because it's like what we say with uh, the book of boba fett Sometimes we're like, oh, man, can you complain that they're giving us so much and there's there's right. this whole thing? It's hard to do because at least that is making sense. It's following a story arc. I ain't got this is gonna hurt some people, but it's making more sense to me than the sequels made. I'm sorry. The, the well, yeah. Sorry to be that guy, but I mean Well, because because those are those those are just the problem with that is it's just it's an overwhelming amount of characters. It's yeah, not exactly. that the stories lack no vision or plot yeah uh it's nope. just it's, nope. yeah yeah there's a there's a definitely a difference with it, the difference there right yeah so i just wanted to point that out because i because they're good and people are reading them and i i am enjoying it um just as uh by the way guys if you don't listen to the audiobook we were convincing um cameron who i've had on there for for one of the elder um council of elders to go listen to the audiobook and matt you're a big fan of these like they have full-on productions like oh light yeah I love it. sounds it's just it's so if you're not into that, definitely go check out. We're not getting sponsored by Audible. Don't even have an Audible link. We should probably get one. But um, yeah, you guys should definitely go to Audible and, and download these these books because that really helps you get through them. And if you got a long drive in the morning, it's just a nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's your there's your rundown on the High Republic uh, characters that you didn't think you needed to know about, and now you do. Okay. Yes. So. Maybe we'll have to dive into these. Maybe we'll have to dive into these comics. So there's two. There's the High Republic Adventures, and I think there's just the High Republic, because we read the first couple issues, and we we're just like, eh, that's not really right. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll have to dive back. That's something again. As we as I start to do more daily uh, Star Wars TikTok content, I right. am. I mean, queued up on my wish list. Like honestly, as far as other fandoms too, I, I my reading list right now is is Star Wars. I'm just back into. Right. You know the one I really want to dive into is yeah. um the High Republic Edge of Balance. It's the manga. Oh wow. That's cool. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and it looks awesome. And I, every time I see it, it's on my Amazon. It's on my Amazon list. Yeah. Um you know, but it's yeah. and yeah. I think they're getting ready to come out with this second one. Oh manga. wow, Sorry, yeah, I've seen it now, yeah. Yeah, and manga is obviously different, right? Because it's Japanese. Well, it's it, it, this, it's in English, but you read it the opposite way, right. right? You read it right to left. Yeah. Um, and it's all obviously in black and white and everything. 
Yeah, it looks but cool. it's it's just it's just a different style or whatever. This character seems like so cool. And that's right? that's High Republic. Yeah. And it's a part of the story. I think so. Yeah, I think I think that might be one of the well, maybe. Yeah, it could be its own thing. Don't well, ask. it might, might non-canon High Republic. Like, I mean, at this point, it's like, I mean, what are we doing? I mean, if yeah, that can't be the case. No, <laughs> uh-uh. If you're gonna do it, do it, and like, like, make it tie in. Like, let that person work with the other authors, and let it tie in, or be be a story that runs concurrently with the High Republic. Here we go. Star Wars: The Edge of Balance. Um, it's written by Justin Justina Ireland, okay, one of the writers, and then. Obviously, Japanese uh, people worked on it that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because I will butcher their name. Right. Mizuki Sakatabara. Yeah. I think is probably. I think um, it. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm down to cover those. Jedi Knight Lily uh, Toro Asi. name. She looks freaking sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool too. If you can get into, and maybe that's one of the benefits, and and we should kind of, because maybe you don't like Avar Chris, and you wanted somebody else to connect with, or you wanted more, right? You know, you find your character that you like, because we liked Finestra Row, we liked Emery, Master Douglas. We're like, all right, give yes. us more of that. We'll we'll follow that series. Um, and then I did like Loden Great Storm, and I was like, what? He's captured, and then now I'm like all locked into his his apprentice. I'm like, all right, I, his his apprentice has got. So she does. So she does show up. So there's there's two volumes: Edge of Balance, Volume One, Volume Two. This character does show up in the Higher Public Adventures, uh, the comic, uh, issue eleven. Okay. So it is it is canon is getting blended in, obviously, nice. and all this stuff. It's just kind of cool that you have totally different ways to experience it, which has always yeah. been the case with Star Wars. But I'm glad that manga is something they're bringing in. Because that obviously extends Star Wars to a much, you know, uh, manga is like obviously enormous over in Japan. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, well, you know, you they, know, read, I... they read they read manga uh, the way we read. Actually, to, I would to it appears to me that manga is bigger and they did just have Star Wars anime. Yeah. Um, right. And eventually, yep. eventually they do a lot of manga. It's just like comics get turned into movies and books and stuff here. Yeah. Manga's get turned into anime i mean like every big anime that you can think of has to i would say it has to come from a manga like there's a dragon ball i have it yeah uh, dragon ball right there this it is, is. The, yeah. you know the the, 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 the now, this is like a special version because it's in color yeah. um but you know typically in black and white right yeah so they're you know that's i i i, I would love it. to because i love i loved visions yeah, I mean, I loved I, the idea of it. I didn't like every individual episode, but some we were watching. I'm like, dude, I would totally watch it because I love that style. Yeah, I, I was thinking too. Like, you know, I, I almost need to back up a little bit and say that again. There are a lot of characters, but it's not like it. Th- it's they're not, not a bad like, thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's also separated from from everything. It's they it found its own time, uh, like a time slot. So that's a good thing. Like, it's in my mind, I can actually, if I want to explore Star Wars legends or i want to go later in the timeline i can do right. that for right now and just be at the peace. rollout of yeah. these characters was the problem my yeah. yeah my issue my issue isn't any of the stories it was the role i feel like they again they did too much too fast with the higher public because mm-hmm. it's like this is overload but like five ten yeah. years from now it's you're going to look back and be like oh this is actually a really cool story because we have it start to finish yeah 
It's yeah. just that it's like, you're just like, the High Republic's this huge deal. And it's like, dude, this is a lot of stuff. Like, right. You, you, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to follow every, I think that's where it's, it, and again, the word is intimidating. Is it, is it too intimidating? Yes. I think that's I, for some people, maybe it is. And even us who were, were super Star Wars nerds, we're super into it. Even I have dropped off a little bit and said, dang, you know, I gotta, I it really wouldn't also be as bad if there weren't like current canon comics and stuff coming out too. Like if our, if like, you know, yeah. like after, like when the prequels were coming out and it was like what Disney didn't own Star Wars, it was all prequel stuff. That's true. Yeah. It was all prequel stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like when the sequels came out, it was like, you know, Rebels was on, but it's like all right. the comics and everything was like, this is all like you're getting all this stuff. It felt like this is the big thing right now. It's like we've shifted to now this in between period. And even yeah. the shows are starting to separate and we're like, okay, hold on a second. Where are we at? Because it was like, we got sequel movie, sequel movie, sequel movie, two movies pre episode four. Right. Then we're going to the Mandalorian, which mm -hmm. is post six, but before seven. Right. Then we go bad batch and now we're back here. Right. And the high Republic, which is like hundreds of years before any of this stuff. It's like, ah, uh, well, I don't know what's going yeah. on, man. No, Matt, you're exact. And that's what we're saying about like for folks coming out. Oh, well, now we're back to Obi-Wan. Then we're going to go to Andor. Then we're going to bounce back to Mandalorian season three. Then we might stay there for a little bit. At, well, or we might, as Taylor said here, roll out another series. It's like, it's a good problem to have, I guess. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it can be, right. it can be a lot. So, and it's nice when it's all in one batch. So if I only had to worry about the High Republic, if that was only the new content that was coming out, man, I would be, I think I would just be shoveling this right. in, you know? Eventually, when we can podcast full time. Right. When, yeah. when, but as and I get there. That's right. Trust, it won't be as bad because we can cover Star Wars daily. That, you know, that won't. That is I true. mean, that'd be easy. Like, read, okay, boom. Actually, we would, I would come up with a schedule and our schedule would be like, okay, Mando Mondays, you know, it's like, right. boom, 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 boom. it's like, here we go. Now we can cover everything every day. Yeah. That, yeah. We would act, actually, that'd be a great way to, to kind of do it. Like Mondays is Mandalorian Tuesdays. It's whatever in between. We have to have time periods, you know, for, for, right. for a day, which would be because cool. we can't, how, how else, how can we, how can two people cover the comics, the books, the show theories, the games, you know, keep up with you just, there's just two toys, all even stuff. star Wars theory, who I think is awesome. Like in Star Wars Explained, they can't keep. I, I, you watch it and it's like, I finally got a chance to read whatever. They're behind. They're, you know, like, right. It's, and they're full time content creators. Um, I do want to, before we, because I do have one more great transmission I want to read from Wes. Yeah. Uh, and this, this, this directly relates uh, to the Kenobi trailer, right? Comes out um, looking awesome. So Wes writes us, uh, writes us in with his Kenobi wish list and predictions. Hey guys, I am uh, far um, away more stoked for the Kenobi series than anything Star Wars has put out since I first heard about the sequels. Unfortunately, they were a massive disappointment. I uh, wanted to share some of my own wishes and predictions for the Kenobi series for you guys. Um, inevitably have a, a 2.0 show. Okay. Uh, wishes. So this is some of uh, his, his wishes here. Something that uh, begins the redemption of Anakin, that we get a glimpse of that good Jedi Knight to help link to the, the originals, to the OGs. Uh, a mention of Grogu with either another Jedi or Bail Organa or Mon Mothma. 
uh, a mention of turmoil or ongoing mission on Mandalore, an imminent conversation with Ahsoka about Anakin, the Force, and the Twins, uh, and then his other wish here, last one, a true master-level Force move by Obi-Wan to legitimize him and redeem him a bit from Revenge of the Sith. Let let me, okay, Wes has more. I'm going to come back to his predictions here, but let me just click back over here, Matt. Okay, I saw this on TikTok the other day, actually. I actually saw this, and somebody was like, hey, man, I I, I almost need to go find it and do like a reaction to it because they were were talking about how um, they were like, man, I I better not see a weak Obi-Wan in the Kenobi series. And I am telling you right now, I'm this person was like, you know, they, they were kind of complaining, like, oh, it's, you know, it's whatever. Like they were downplaying how Obi-Wan was treated in three. Look, do what you want in three. Three was wonderful. It was a great movie. There were those moments that I didn't like as much about with Obi-Wan because his power, but you have to do that with him and Anakin. And then it all comes together at the end when he fights Anakin. It's all good. Master versus apprentice, all the all that stuff. But I am with the crowd that says, I want a master. Like, okay, Matt. There is one moment that I will give the sequels, and I, I and again, when I criticize the sequels, I'm not criticizing any one person in there. Like I think Ryan Johnson did a great job. I think freaking um, uh, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but the, the uh, Abrams. Jeez, how my how how did I? Not, yeah, Abrams did fine. Uh, uh, Ryan Johnson, they, they they did fine, but it wasn't all connected. But there was a moment where. Luke Skywalker, whether you liked it or not, had a master move and he force projected, right? He does something that like is is awesome that you didn't expect, something we hadn't seen before. Matt, when he's meditating and his face is quivering and the ground is shaking and he's force projected over to another across the galaxy, he's walked in to comfort his sister. I, I, I lost it. I, I, I'll give The Last Jedi that. That's why I, I was behind it for so long. I was just like, this is awesome. Um, so if you can do that with Obi-Wan, Wes, I'm with you. You have got to have a master move Obi-Wan. That's just, it's critical. I think if it's there's, there's it's got to happen. Deborah well, the Cal- rumors, remember the rumors we read said that they're going to be, there's going to be force pushes unlike anything we've ever seen. Ever seen. And I, I'm telling you, I had better see like Starkiller moments. I mean, I yeah. want like a moment, you know, where it just it hits and you're like, wow, Obi-Wan. Like I is, want is the real deal. I, I want a conversation like Matt. Here's here's how strong I want this move to be. I mean, this I is want, supposed to be like peak Vader. Exactly. Exactly. And Obi-Wan is still again, like, you know, you can say maybe he's I, th- I think he's going to be struggling. I think we could. The only way we could see like a little weaker Obi-Wan is he's trying to survive. I think the first literally I, I think. I, I th- I do think first few episodes he's going to seem we're going to be like wait what happened to Obi Wan what happened to him yeah but I think struggling. that's like like that's the point yeah he's in exile the Jedi are defeated he's his his mind is wavering he's he's unsure about his like his resolve might even be cracking a little bit what am I doing am I doing the right thing uh, should I train Luke should I not all those different things might be weighing on him he's maybe fighting with Uncle Owen who knows so I'll give it that if that ha- that's fine but we'll come to a point where Matt. When I hope we see Darth Vader and it, whether it's Emperor Palpatine or whoever, let's say those two are in the same room. It's probably not going to happen, but let's say Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine are in the room together and they sense a disturbance in the force. And that yeah. disturbance is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let's go. 
clip that up and put it on TikTok. <laughs> Jeezy cow. Because that's a, that's that's what I'm feeling. That's the kind of moment you need, like a punch, like, whoa, the strongest, you know. I mean, that I, that's where you can hit a home run if you're Star Wars. Like if, if you're doing it, if you're Deborah Chow, and I, I read somewhere that they she has been in talks with John and Dave Filoni. And I know people don't like to like push them forward as these Star Wars gods, but they're doing it right. And I think when they you're are doing something right. You should pay attention to it and you should ask them, hey, what are you doing? How can we spread this around? And I, I think that'll be a good thing for Star Wars. And she's she worked with them. She was there. I think they're they're you know, she was on Mandalorian. So. Anyway, Wes, fantastic. Let me get to his predictions here. He's got some some good ones. Um, all right, predictions. Vader senses Kenobi nearby and seeks him out. No battle ensues. I'm not sure how you do it without undermining both characters and the OGs. And Vader senses Kenobi is keeping something important hidden from him. That he senses fear in Kenobi, hinting at Luke and Leia. All right, I like that. I, I, I think that's a cool prediction. Again, I'm with him on the how do you, right. you we, we don't want to undermine the characters and what happened in four, five, and six, right? But how do you do this? Because I think Vader's in it and Kenobi's in it. Like you got to right. do something with them, right? Um, next up, he's got Kenobi has a strategy meeting with Bale and Ahsoka planning a mission, which will take Kenobi to Jeddah. On the way, on the ship, uh, we meet a young Cassian Andor. On Jeddah, uh, we meet Saul Guerrera. These are again predictions. I, I like it. Bold. Going at it, you know. Uh, next up, uh, prediction number three here. We don't get a Force Qui-Gon Jinn because it's canon from the Clone Wars that he can only appear in the Force with his voice. Hard yeah. to retcon that, but we do get a Force Vision conversation with both Obi-Wan and Vader. So it bridges the question of how Anakin could have learned of that new power after he turned. In Clone Wars, uh, Yoda was surprised to learn of it and originally thought it was a trick of the Sith. Okay, that's interesting. Again, Qui-Gon's got to be, to some degree, even if they did retcon it, I would still be cool. Right. Again, it's one of those things where it's like the live live action can trump anything. I mean, it's just, it's sorry, but it's just the way it works. Just the the way it works. And they might do it. They, they, right. I think I, I will say this 1000% we're getting Qui-Gon's voice. Yeah, for sure. With Wes on that. And I'm with you on that. Always you have, could have like full on conversations. Yeah. Even. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. You they, don't, you well, don't have to show Leonis. I mean, I feel like we should, but yeah, I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like we should too. Um, yeah. So that I'm 100% think Qui-Gon is happening. Uh, let's see here. Finally, if Han Solo can return in a vision whatever exactly exactly it's like a memory thing yeah yeah whatever you want to call the conjuring of the voice or even if you just want to show him speaking but you know it's just a voice and they can't see him but we get to see him it's still cool right. so yeah um here we go finally we we get closure on what Ahso- on what ahsoka is now as a jedi she will be referred to or labeled as a way seeker uh just like orla uh in the high republic okay so she's not quite a jedi but closely associated uh will provide greater understanding of why she uh wouldn't train grogu also obi-wan will keep her uh will keep from her the true identity of darth vader so now a way seeker by the way in like so orla 
Orla Dereni in in the High Republic series, it's there's somebody who just they the force is guiding them, right? It's not it is not the Jedi Order's code or their missions or anything else. It is just like she takes her own, like the force will guide her, her path and you trust truly in the force, which you would say, Hey, aren't the Jedi supposed to be doing that? But, but, but no, uh, senators and, you know, chancellors were ordering them around and they were doing, you know, military strikes, right? They got carried away. So anyways, that would be kind of cool. Uh, finally, it will be revealed shortly prior or after the premiere that Filoni was an executive producer for the series or has some other major oh, credit to it. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I'm so freaking excited for the series. The Anakin slash Vader Kenobi story is my favorite one. Ahsoka ties in closely because she was Anakin's Padawan, but closely trained by Obi-Wan too. No matter what, I know I will love this series. It's my favorite character. No way we don't get Ahsoka and Qui-Gon. So rest assured, may the force be with you, Wes. I appreciate this, Wes. This is good. It's good to feel the energy that other people are feeling. And I, I, I listened to a couple of uh, podcasts on Monday, just Star Wars related, just to see what everybody else was kind of thinking about after the trailer and all that kind of stuff. And it, the people are feeling it, man. I mean, like the Star Wars community mm-hmm. is hyped for this as they should be. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, I, I agree. It's, I don't think people are doubt. You know, we said it when we watched the trailer. Yeah. I was like, this should have been a movie, man. This is like, the trailer yeah. just hearing like duel of fates in the trailer because we haven't like all the music in the in the new shows both boba fett and the mandalorian team have really been their own thing it's not been like that star wars music like you know when you watch a movie and you hear the star wars theme that we're so used to so like hearing music where like movie music we're like okay this feels like a movie yeah yeah for sure for sure. And the trailer, if you just showed that trailer as like a movie trailer, I would believe it because it Ab- looks that good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it, yeah, so it's it's going to hit like that. And it looks like it's got the budget for it and they're putting everything into this. And that makes me feel good. And if, yeah, the trailer is any indication of what we're going to get, it's, it was a sick trailer and it's sick because great look, great visuals, great. I mean, you know, if they repurpose, they need to bring in some of the original music. I mean, they've got to from, Oh, the they, prequel. They, that's Obi Wan's. Yeah. yeah, the Ford I mean, theme, yeah. all of it. Yeah, a- Anakin. Yeah, the what did you call it? The Battle of Heroes, right? That whole right. Anakin Obi Wan. Right. Yeah, which is which is great. Um, I do before because we've we've been kind of uh backlogged on some of our transmissions, which is great. By the way, you guys send these in. I really, really, really appreciate it. We love it. I want to give a shout out to Kirk Spicer, um, who hit us up, and I'm only gonna be able to read the little, the last little bit of this, and we'll come back and I'll try to do a full. Uh, read through of his transmission but one of the things that he said that i think is important to this obi-wan kenobi conversation is he he said looking forward to the obi-wan show one name that never came up in your last podcast discussion was hondo anaka right i yeah we we brought about a couple a couple times but we didn't yeah yeah yeah, but specifically yeah i think because you're looking for okay yeah who could pop in this um he's like i don't know how it would work but i really want obi-wan to run into hondo at some point besides that uh, I don't want to have um, many hopes for the show. We'll see what the story tells us, you know, and uh, yeah, that's all for now. Stay, stay safe in hyperspace. And I'll come back and, and uh, Kirk, I'll get to the rest of your transmission later too. Just it fit right in with what we we're talking about in terms of Kenobi. And, and I think, yeah, who are those characters that you can easily bring in a, like a smuggler like guy or somebody that Kenobi runs into it fits in that, in that time period. And all of us would be lighting up like Hondo. I mean, that, 
I did not think of that. I know we've mentioned him in, in terms of other, you know, like ideas around this time period, but I guess I really didn't think he'd show up in the Kenobi series, but would I be happy to see him? Heck yeah. There's no yeah. reason you can't roll a character like that in there. And it yeah. just makes everything feel, you don't need like, oh, you don't have to walk on like Kane and Jar. You can't do that. You can't walk on some of these other, other big name characters, but you can bring on people like Hondo, smaller characters. If Cassian Andor comes in there, as Wes was predicting, that's kind of, yeah. is that, because Solo happens around the, you know, when, anyway, yeah, I would be, I would be cool for a connection of, of, of any yeah. kind and the Ahsoka connection that's growing on me. That one's growing on me more and more. So, yeah, I'm down. I'm just, I'm just so ready for Obi-Wan because yeah. it's just, it's going to be, it's going to exceed our immediately high expectations. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like I'm not I'm like so like not worried about it whatsoever. Right. Yeah, no. Like it's like it's like I expect it to be amazing, and it's probably going to be even more amazing. Right, right. Matt wakes up in the morning, and people are like, you know, they're, they're like, "Hey, why are you so happy?" He's like, "Because of Obi Wan." Yeah. <laughs> Remember, Anakin says yeah. that in episode because of Obi Wan. Right. He's yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you right now, May twenty fifth. <sighs> I'm feeling sick already. Oh, I can feel. I I guess oh, I, I sense. Yeah, I said yeah, I have a premonition. Yeah, I have a premonition. I'm just brewing. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be gonna be sick. That. Oh day. my god, I, I can't wait. It's gonna be epic. And again, as you guys have more thoughts and predictions, you know we can read every leak and rumor we want out there. Sometimes those guys miss and they get stuff way wrong, or they only got part of it. They only got the first third, and there's so much more to tell. I think that happens a lot, actually. But I would love for you guys to keep sending in your predictions on Kenobi because that's where we're at. We're driving towards that. And I'm starting to kind of, again, piece together some some of the old legends. Just just looking around at stuff. Oh, I'm going to be playing, Matt. I was thinking about this. Yes. Uh, the Because I want to know more about the Inquisitors. And it, what is it? I always mess it up. I always butcher it. Fallen Order Jedi. Jedi. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Jesus. I'm never going to get it right. Uh, anyway. But I want to I want to download that game. It was like five ninety nine, I think, or nine ninety nine. On well, um, did you have it on PlayStation? Yeah, but I got to get it on Steam, so I could, you know, I mean, come on. But you can uh, get you can get, stream it. Yeah, but I feel like I can, you know, get it all in one one place. I'm gonna get the That's bundle. There, there's there's a bundle going on, right? Like I can get a, three games. Yeah, from, get, get the bundle. Yeah, I'm gonna get the bundle. But I I wanted to kind of jump back in. There's a lot of Inquisitors in that game, and I felt like that would be kind of cool to to go back through and re-experience that game so as we get closer we got it we got a month or two here a couple months uh actually and we'll be streaming over on hyperspace because i've got the the old republic queued up now back on tython so i just kind of feel like i need to be bouncing between the old republic legend stuff and then diving into some of that um uh, inquisitor stuff this time period with with obi-wan and get a better sense of the mandalore connections we might have um you know all the connections with rebels potential spoilers whatever you know uh, or leaks, I should say, uh, and see how those might all unfold because it's going to drop in three. What is it? Three installments? We don't really know yet, do we? Of what? Of what? Obi Wan. Oh, is it going to be three episodes or five? Or do we know? Uh, six episodes total. What? How? Where? Yeah. Where am I? Where have I been? Cheesy cow. Uh, that's awesome. So we're gonna. St it starts the the twenty fifth, and then we'll get yes. to week by week. Yeah. And I don't think they're gonna do it like they do some of the other things. I believe it's week by week because I know I think. Um, I think that Miss Marvel is going to run into the back half of it, kind of like how Hawkeye was like. I think Hawkeye like just finished up or it was still going as mm -hmm. 
um boba fett was picking up yeah oh was it yeah it might have been yeah or maybe yeah. i had just finished or something yeah which is cool because if you're that's a good idea right you're bringing people on for book of boba fett and oh yeah this is also right. just finishing up and i can because like moon knight moon knight is starting soon and then that's gonna end like right before obi-wan and that'll be the next big thing yeah dude i don't know why but every time you say obi-wan right now i just hear anakin in episode three you're sound i don't know why you're channeling hayden christensen right now to me but like every time because you say, of obi-wan because of obi-wan <laughs> like, i know you know you, let me tell you something just think the time period by the way that this show is coming out is insane yeah. because you have miss marvel which is the big marvel show coming out you have yeah. um the halo show should just be finishing up oh, yeah. which early reports are actually saying it's not very good yeah. kind of disappointing that sucks whatever we'll see yeah right, it could be could be don't know you, gotta, right, you just right. have, sort of have to watch it yeah um anyway so you have that going on you have umbrella academy coming out you have stranger things coming out oh, yeah. um oh, there's like so many other things but you know what i'm not gonna pay attention to any of them it's it's because all of Obi-Wan. obi-wan because of because obi-wan, of obi-wan. <laughs> 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 oh you led me there and i already yeah that was that's good yeah i mean yeah. it is that's where we're at that's where we're at because obi-wan Wow. Can someone make a shirt? Has, people, have, has anybody made the shirt yet? I don't know. We need Has to start to it. We need Has that. to be. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, so again, don't forget, send us in your transmissions. I love reading those. Um, we got a couple more here. We'll get back to, to a few of them. Some of you guys are talking about the Thrawn books. I've been, I've been sending folks down that train. Uh, if you want to get in on this train that I, I am going to be doing just an essential kind of like legends thing this is going to be spanning over like three years i'm just going to be working on that so as you guys see that drop that's just a personal as project that i love i'll bring it from time to time and then the streaming matt has been big into the video games for years i finally got my my steam account mm-hmm. rolling and it is like well because there's star no wars games coming out, coming out this year too i know we I need guys to get battlefront 2 on place the newer one on pc pc which and I'm, then we I'm could, about to order the book. maybe i'll maybe i'll redownload the old republic and we could do a a full thing Dude, you can team up and, and play together. You can? Oh, dude, it's an oh MMO. My. It's like that's oh like the whole my. deal. God, we can go dude. PvP and take on people. I guess because okay. you can it's free to play, but then you have if you want to do like a lot of the other stuff, get to pay. It's like 15 a month. I don't know. You can pretty much just yeah. do the story for like free. Yeah, exactly. I'm just doing the story mode. What did you what did you pick? I mean, I did do the subscription just to make sure I got everything. <laughs> there you go. What did you what did you what character did you pick? I went light side. I did Jedi Guardian. a Jedi Knight, but I did a Sage. So, like, you could pick oh, that. So, sa- the Force. You're the Force heavy. Yeah, yeah, Force heavy. Yeah, see, yeah. I play Sith Juggernaut. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll be a team. Which hey. It's like, like, well, I don't know that you can team up. I think I have to, I have to make a light side character. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, like, ironically, I'm reading Revan. I might, I might play a Republic. Was, I might yeah. play a Republic Commando because they're freaking sick in that game dude i yes i'm they I'm just down. sit down they just come in and they just drop down that gatling gun and just blast everyone yeah yeah it's awesome i mean i didn't know i started with a level one character and this is all the stuff when we start streaming it i'm, I'm going to talk right. to you guys about so if you're down by the way just message me if you want to pop on and chat about this or like even guide as around because i've never played it i've always wanted to matt and i've been trying to figure it out. i had right. a mac for years i'm like it's just not i can't can't play it, it on mac can't do it the big one is i need you to get empire at war Yes, I'm waiting for it to go on sale. It's 19.99, which is too high right now for that. It'll game. it'll come on sale for like five bucks. Right, the gold pack. That's where I was saying the typer Zan was freaking talking mm-hmm. to Job of the Hut for a second. And I'm like, I like just doing. The, I like the space battles more than I like the ground battles. I hate the space battles, but I will play you in the space battle. I'm down. 
I'm down. Well, me and my brother play, and we always just team up against the computer. We set it like yeah. super hard. Yeah. What we could do for fun though is if we had a two on two, these these friends, you want to see some hanging out. Yeah. We'll like do three that. on three. We'll bring my brother Nick yeah. on because he's like really good. <laughs> like, real, like, I know he is. I know he, he like is. every time I check on Steam, he's like playing it. So he's been like playing this you game like weekly Matt. for years. We uh, an invitation. Bring it. Well, how about this? What if it was because I obviously want to be on the winning side. What if it was like the three of us versus like any three freaking? That's what I'm saying. Stuff? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> If you think you can beat us in Empire at War, get the Gold Pack Edition, download that bad boy, message us, three on three, right? Bring your boys, space or battle. girls, and let's do this. Space battle. And we're Empire. And we are the Empire. Wow. Oh, shoot. Now I'm struck. Now I'm wavering. Well, but they get, are better. You get Thrawn. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> and when he rolls in actually, there. I, actually, I, to be fair, they're all pretty... Well, I think actually the 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 Tiber Zan, the Zan Consortium is the best. They're pretty. Yeah, they're good. Well, what I love to do is just to throw when Thrawn steps on. If I'm holding a hero and it's Admiral Akbar, he's coming in now. Now, wow. Admiral Akbar. Akbar is good because he's got that big Mon Cala ship. Yeah, he's huge. And I just love seeing him going against Thrawn. It's just it's so ridiculous. It's one of those things that they never really did right. like. Akbar talks about Thrawn and everything, but they don't really kind of go go at it because he's so. scared of him. It's he knows it's a trap. That's why. Yeah, Akbar's like, I this is you know I've been caught before. Jeez. But anyways, yeah, that's the challenge, guys. It's been issued. All right, Empire at War. Bring it. Bring it. So, you want to play Destiny? Bring it. I too. I will. <laughs> I will one on one. You know, private match anybody right now. So. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, thanks, guys, for hanging out in hyperspace. We'll be back. As always, be sure to check out our TikTok, guys. Uh, hyperspace Hangout on over there on TikTok. Got a lot of content coming, um, as well as on our YouTube channel, the podcast, all that stuff. Our other shows, right, as in I cover Harry Potter, the Elder Wand podcast. We cover Game of Thrones, Bend the Knee. I cover video games called Box Trick. You can find me on Anywhere on the internet at Super Games Bros. That includes TikTok as well. I post Star Wars stuff there as well. It's just kind of a lot of our different stuff. Um, find us anywhere on the internet at Womfrat underscore 2M. So be sure to check out all that stuff, guys. Thank you as always for watching. Those of you who's watching on YouTube, those of you who's listening on the podcast, be sure to check out premium content on Apple Premium or over on our Patreon. We always appreciate any help you guys can give us because it just helps take the show to a bigger and better place. So with that, guys, as always, have a good one. Thank you, as always, and may the force be with you.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.